Section two of Bowser the Hound by Thornton W. Burgess. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter three. What happened to Bowser? When a coyote seems most honest, watch him closest. Bowser the Hound. Bowser was very, very tired. He wouldn't admit it even to himself, for when he is hunting he will keep on until he drops, if his wonderful nose can still catch the scent of the one he is following. Bowser is wonderfully persistent. So, though he was very, very tired, he kept his nose to the ground and tried to run even faster, for the scent of Old Man Coyote was so strong that Bowser felt sure he would soon catch him. Bowser didn't look to see where he was going. He didn't care. It was enough for him to know that Old Man Coyote had gone that way, and where Old Man Coyote could go, Bowser felt sure he could follow. So still baying with all his might and making the hills ring with the sound of his great voice, Bowser kept on. Hidden in a little thicket, stretched out so that he might rest better, Old Man Coyote listened to that great voice drawing nearer and nearer. There was a wicked grin on Old Man Coyote's face, and in his yellow eyes a look of great eagerness. In a few minutes Bowser came in sight, his nose on the trail Old Man Coyote had left. Into Bowser's voice crept a new note of eagerness as his nose picked up the scent stronger than ever. Straight on he raced, and it seemed as if he had gained new strength. His whole thought was on just one thing, catching Old Man Coyote, and Old Man Coyote knew it. Bowser didn't see that he was coming to a steep bank. He didn't see it at all until he reached the edge of it, and then he was going so fast that he couldn't stop. Over he went with a frightened yelp. Down, down he fell, and landed with a thump on the ice below. He landed so hard that he broke the ice and went through into the cold black water. Old Man Coyote crept to the edge of the bank and peeped over. Poor Bowser was having a terrible time. You see, the cold water had taken what little breath his fall had not knocked out of him. He doesn't like to go in water anyway. You know the hair of his coat is short and doesn't protect him as it would if it were long. Old Man Coyote grinned wickedly as he watched Bowser struggling feebly to climb out on the ice. Each time he tried he slipped back, and all the time he was whimpering. Old Man Coyote grinned more wickedly than ever. I suspect that he hoped that Bowser would not be able to get out. But after a little, Bowser did manage to crawl out, and stood on the ice, shivering and shaking. Once more Old Man Coyote grinned. Then, turning, he trotted back towards Farmer Brown's. Chapter 4 Poor Bowser Follow a crooked trail, and you will find a scamp at the end, Bowser the Hound. Poor Bowser! He stood shivering and shaking on the ice of the strange river to which Old Man Coyote had led him, and he knew not which way to turn. Not only was he shivering and shaking from his cold bath, but he was bruised by his fall from the top of the steep bank, and he was so tired by his long run after Old Man Coyote that he could hardly stand. Old Man Coyote had stayed only long enough to see that Bowser had managed to get out of the water, 
then had turned back towards the old pasture, the green meadows, and the green forest near Farmer Brown's. You see, Old Man Coyote knew the way back. He would take his time about getting there, for it really made no particular difference to him when he reached home. He felt sure he would be able to find something to eat on the way. But with Bowser it was very different. Poor Bowser didn't know where he was. It would have been bad enough under any circumstances to have been lost, but to be lost and at the same time tired almost to death, bruised and lame, wet and chilled through, was almost too much to bear. He hadn't the least idea which way to turn. He couldn't climb up the bank to find his own trail and follow it back home if he wanted to. You see, that bank was very steep for some distance in each direction, and so it was impossible for Bowser to climb it. For a few minutes he stood shivering, shaking and whimpering, not knowing which way to turn. Then he started down the river on the ice, for he knew he would freeze if he continued to stand still. He limped badly because one leg had been hurt in his fall. After a while he came to a place where he could get up on the bank. It was in the midst of deep woods and a very, very lonely place. Hard-crusted snow covered the ground, but it was better than walking on the ice, and for this Bowser was thankful. Which way should he turn? Where should he go? Night was coming on. He was wet, cold, and hungry, and as utterly lost as ever a dog was. Poor Bowser! For a minute or two he sat down and howled from sheer lonesomeness and discouragement. How he did wish he had left Old Man Coyote alone! How he did long for his snug, warm little house in Farmer Brown's dooryard, and for the good meal he knew was awaiting him there. Now that the excitement of the hunt was over, he realized how very, very hungry he was, and he began to wonder where he would be able to get anything to eat. Do you wonder that he howled? Old Man Coyote, trotting along on his way home, heard that howl and understood it. Again he grinned that wicked grin of his, and stopped to listen. "'I don't think he'll hunt me again in a hurry,' he muttered, then trotted on. Poor Bowser! Hunting for anything but his home was farthest from his thoughts. End of section 2